Hey there, folks. Welcome to Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. My name is uh, Stephen Craig. I am, as always, the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Um, I, uh, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening, and uh, thank you for tuning in. If I sound a little bit more sedated this week, um, I, I write a lot of columns in which I'm angry. I write a lot of columns in which I'm upset. Um, uh, but uh, this week's topic, I'm not going to lie, is a little bit... Uh, a little bit tougher for me um for those of you who haven't seen elsewhere on social media or you just uh you just listen to this podcast you don't know me personally um uh over the course of uh christmas break our um the our beloved newfoundland uh finnegan who i wrote about in last week's column um it, it just was his time um he, I talked about last in last week's column about how much he loved going hiking, and uh, <clears throat> he uh, he stopped wanting to do that. And we, uh, I took him to the vet, and uh, he was diagnosed with lymphoma. And um, we, I didn't want to put him through. Uh, it's interesting what, how we, <clears throat> oftentimes with um, with animals in our lives, um, we do what's humane, and we. Um, we take them out of that misery and suffering. We don't put them through. I, I just, I couldn't put him through chemotherapy at the age of 11 and a half. And so, um, we decided to put him on steroids, uh, and see how that would work. And it did work for a little bit, but, um, we knew going in that it was a temporary stopgap solution and that it would eventually, um, that eventually he would, uh, the, the lymphoma would wear, would win out. Um, and it was then time, um, it was then time to say goodbye, and it was uh, saying goodbye is never easy, um, and it uh, it prompted me to write this week's column um, called "The Delicate Art of Letting Go," uh, because we all suffer um, and endure um, the weight of of having to let go sometimes, um, and I thought that maybe uh, more anything more than anything else I I write or talk about in this column that uh, maybe this one. Uh, could really genuinely help some folks um, and provide some wisdom and insight um, from a dude who doesn't have very much. So in any case, with that, I give you uh, this week's uh, Truth in a Thousand Words or Less called The Delicate Art of Letting Go. In full transparency, a rare glimpse behind the curtain as to how I write Truth in a Thousand Words or Less, I will often pen less topical columns and save them for a later date when Nothing particularly pressing is occurring that I feel a desperate need to opine about. Often these are some of my favorite columns, as they tend to center around larger, more philosophical issues, rather than the more specific diatribes aimed at the issues of a particular time and place. Such was the case last week with my column on the lessons we could learn from our dogs. In that column, I reference Finnegan, our beloved family in Newfoundland, who graced our lives for over 11 wonderful years. Sadly, Finnegan's health started deteriorating shortly after I finished writing that piece, and just a few weeks back it became clear that it was time to say goodbye to a member of our family we had loved with reckless abandon. But that's just it. Letting go is never easy when we love so openly. And yet letting go is simply an inextricable part of the human living experience. I hate to tell you this, folks, but none of us are getting out of this alive, and 
Unfortunately, none of our friends or loved ones are either. Sure, it may feel like Courtney Love and Yoko Ono are just going to live forever, eternally making our lives a living hell, but the reality is that they, like all things of this life, are impermanent. And coming to terms with that noble truth is the key to navigating the emotional turmoil of those inevitable losses that assail us. Now, one possible solution to avoiding that heartache comes in the form of simply giving up love altogether. After all, it is attachment which breeds the suffering that meets us when the objects of our affection must die. I won't shed a single tear when I learn that Justin Bieber perishes when he plummets to his death after his skydiving instructor gives him a backpack full of nothing other than his dirty laundry, but that's because I don't know Justin personally. Well... That and the fact that he seems like nothing more than a self-inflated douchebag. But when we are close to someone who leaves us, the gut-wrenching sting of their loss can seem unbearable. It is not, is it not better then to simply not love at all and thus avoid the pain altogether? The answer, of course, for most of us is a resounding no. Love is what makes life worth living in the first place. Without our connection to the friends and family who make our lives better merely by their presence in it, our lives would be devoid of the joy and meaning that color our days from start to finish. And so we must come to accept the grand bargain that is love and loss. The two are inextricably linked together. So I tell my children as they cope with the passing of the affable giant who woke them with tongue licks each and every morning, and they never seem to mind. My son has taken Finnegan's passing particularly hard. He shared his bed with Finnegan most nights, and by that I essentially mean that he curled up in a corner while Finnegan took up the other three quarters of the bed. My son asked me if we would get another dog at some point, suggesting that he may not want to endure another loss like the one he is going through now. In other words, would we all love another pet again? It's going to take some time, buddy, I told him as we hiked together on the frozen hillside behind our house in the mountains. But when the time feels right, we will open up our hearts and our home to another dog. Not one who will take the place of Finnegan, mind you. No one could ever do that. But a new dog we love in their own special way. A dog who brings us their own brand of joy and chaotic happiness. And yes, there will be loss. But in that space between then and now, there will be love. And in the end, that is all that matters. My son nodded at me and his face brightened just a bit, a sign of the enlightened awareness that was spreading over him. Like most of life, the key to accepting death also lies in gratitude. Yes, loving and permanent beings will always inevitably lead to loss and heartbreak, and there will surely be a time when the pain from that loss overwhelms us. But that pain, too, like all things of this world, is impermanent. Yes, just like Yoko Ono and Courtney Love, this too shall pass. The suffering we feel now will slowly transform itself into fond remembrance and appreciation, the more we attune ourselves to the gratitude of having had them in the first place, rather than focusing on the loss, the more we will move in the direction of an acceptance and peace that will fill the hole within us. 
In the immortal words of Lord Alfred Tennyson, and then unabashedly appropriated by none other than hair metal band Poison, "'Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all." I feel Finnegan's absence in each and every step I take in this house, expecting him to come lumbering around the corner any second, only to realize that he shall do so no more going forward. And while there is a definitive note of sadness in that moment, I am then overcome with a radiant happiness that comes from knowing all the moments I had with him in the first place. Sorry. Ooh. And those, unlike the ones we love, will never leave us. In any case, folks, I appreciate that. As you can tell, that was a, that one's a little bit, uh, touches the heart a little bit. Uh, and... Uh, I sit there and talk about um, about the the agony of loss and about how to transcend that loss. And of course, there's no secret. Um, there is no secret answer to all of it. There's just uh, peace and love. And that is what I wish to each and every one of you. Uh, thank you for joining us here on. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us on Thursdays here. Um, we'll be back with another column next week um, my name is Stephen Craig I'm the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less and until then peace out y'all have a great Thursday <laughs>